Blog Talk Radio. It's that time, America. Your very own nationally award-winning family radio talk show. Let's Talk America with host Shayla Thornton is set to air now. We feature the trending news stories, the timely interviews you want to hear, and the hottest music in the industry. This show truly is news talk for everyone. Let others know right now that you're tuned into quality news talk that matters. You're listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. The broadcast begins now, now, now. Well, good Tuesday evening to you, and welcome to the national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton. Of course, I'm Shana, and I'm so excited that you've opted to join us for a brand-new week and a brand-new broadcast of Let's Talk America Radio. Now, I trust you're having a great week thus far, and you should know that we are quickly approaching the month of August, and school will be starting back very soon throughout the U.S., Now, stay with us for the upcoming weeks for more original programming and balanced news talk geared just for you. And we have some unique and engaging content aimed to keep you informed in a very timely manner. Now, please remember that we offer quality and professional news talk in a very congested and busy industry. Now, if this happens to be your very first time tuning in to Let's Talk America Radio, we gladly welcome you. And do remember that you can listen to this segment again and again or previously aired episodes at your convenience. Simply visit LTARadio.com. Visit LTARadio.com. And there you can listen to our replay podcast episodes at your convenience. Now, hopefully you know that Let's Talk America Radio is a national award-winning family radio program offering informative, balanced news talk for every member of your household, regardless of generation. Now, over the past four years, we've had the amazing opportunity to present exclusive interviews with leading advocates and celebrity experts on so many diverse topics, including those that uh, are related to health, law, politics, education, business, finance, music, and pop culture. And we will continue to cover the gamut, and tonight is no exception. Right now, I would kindly ask that you please hashtag LTA Radio. Use the hashtag LTA Radio, all caps or lowercase, on your favorite social media outlet. Let others know that you are tuned in live to our broadcast. And if you happen to be listening to the replay podcast, also use the hashtag LTA Radio. Let others know, and they will know that you're tuned in, but also the team here at Let's Talk America Radio, we will know that you're tuned in, and we do follow back. Now, let's get set for some featured conversations aimed to impress and inform. It's Tuesday night. Let's get to the issues. First up, are you prepared for retirement? That's right, the R word. Experts say that it is important to start saving for retirement early and have a very specific goal in mind. Retirement guru Jim Pullman joins your award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America Radio, tonight for an exclusive interview. Do tell a friend. Also, Jack Kowalski, president and CEO of Junior Achievement, joins us tonight to discuss our youth and career choices of all things. And he has a new survey to discuss. You want to tune in. Also, you've heard the term health care certainly a lot lately. And just today, the U.S. Senate voted to move forward with health care legislation aimed at removing the health care law established under Barack Obama's administration. 
The Senate's Better Care Reconciliation Act, like most health care bills, has a lot to understand and decipher. Rebecca Farley of the National Council for Behavior Health joins us to discuss her organization's stance on the latest in the health care debate. Listen in and certainly be sure to tell a friend or tag a friend on social media for this very timely interview. And finally, for most people, the regularity of our heartbeat never crosses their minds. It may surprise you to learn that every month about 10,000 Americans with heart failure or an arrhythmia have an implantable converter defibrillator known as an ICD implanted to continuously monitor their heart rhythm and deliver a life-saving shock to prevent sudden death if needed. Now, tonight we discuss the importance of the batteries that power those devices with the one and only Dr. Ken Sign, the Chief Medical Officer for Rhythm Management for Boston Scientific. You want to stay with us. And remember, if you're thinking, well, that health concern doesn't apply to me, that law concern doesn't apply to me, you never know what you may encounter in life, and certainly information is key. Let's all get informed and be aware of the issues out there. Well, of course, as you can see from tonight's lineup, we offer versatility and diversity in our content, and we will continue to do that. Now, stay tuned in because in mere minutes, we will feature our signature in the news. And this is where we highlight the trending news of the day, and it's been a busy one. Of course, we love timely talk, also news that keeps you informed, and lastly, we love phenomenal music. And I am excited tonight to present the latest from the one and only musician, Sean Mixon. So stay with us. Remember, message a friend right now, tag a friend on social media, and let them know that LTA Radio, Let's Talk America Radio, is broadcasting now. It's Tuesday night, and we are live, and we have one exceptional show for you. It's not a long show, but it's one that's jam-packed with the information you want to know more about. You're listening to Let's Talk America Radio. We offer news, talk, and music. Bold Favorite Magazine is the leadership lifestyle magazine highlighting bold people, organizations, and causes that inspire us to live fearlessly. Feature your business to our email list of 250,000 people all over the globe and on our engaged social media platforms. Bold Favor prides itself on pairing your business with empowering articles and profiles to ensure you are seen and appreciated by people who want to support you. And bonus, advertise with us to feature your product on television programs produced by our parent company at no additional cost. Visit BoldFavorMagazine.com or call 866-611-3753 to get started today. The future favors the bold. Be fearless. This is Shirley, and we just love listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thorpe. Hi, my name is Kavarga, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Hi, my name is Nicole Dodd, and I'm tuning in every Tuesday at 7.30 to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thorpe. This is Audrey, and I'm listening to Let's Talk America with Shayna Thorpe. This is such an awesome show. If you're not connected, you really need to be. Welcome back, everyone. Of course, with each episode, I always have to acknowledge our loyal listeners. Thank you for all that you do. You keep this show going, and many of our new listeners let us know that they heard about the program from you. So thank you so much, and continue to stick with us. We do it for you. Also, I'd be remiss if I did not acknowledge our national sponsors and partners. Your support is priceless. Thank you for sticking with us, and we will continue to give you programming that is quality for each member of the households out there in the United States. 
Now, if you happen to be with an organization yourself, if you're listening to my voice and you're looking for innovative branding ideas, certainly talk to a member of Let's Talk America Radio, okay? We have some great advertising rates and options for you. Simply email us at admin at ltaradio.com. Again, simply shoot us a quick email at admin at ltaradio.com. Well, everyone, it is now time for our signature segment in the news. And this is where we highlight the top news of the last 24 hours. And, of course, like every day, it's been busy. A friendly housekeeping note, Let's Talk America Radio has teamed up with the one and only SCB-TV Channel 182 News out of the state of Georgia on the Charter Network. And there we present the televised edition of Inside News. Check it out by visiting LTARadio.com. Visit LTARadio.com and simply click on the Vimeo link, okay? And there you can watch us on television. We would love it. Let's get to the news for today. It is July the 25th, 2017. In the news, teens vanished from United States Robotics Fair. Now, six high school students from the East African nation, Burundi, have been reported missing after attending an international robotics fair in Washington, D.C. Investigators are trying to determine if foul play is involved or if their own families possibly conspired for the students not to return to Africa. Now, the top scholars attended the first global challenge during the week of July 16th of this year. The event is a celebration of global community and science that gathers competitors from more than 150 nations. The missing team of four boys and two girls, ages 16 to 18 years old, was first reported missing by the team's mentor and coach. He has since claimed that the family's initial responses made him suspicious. Police have stated that two of the teens were spotted crossing into Canada. Authorities did decline to say exactly where or exactly when the two were spotted, but added that there was no indication of foul play at the sighting. At this time, no information was released on the other four. According to police, the investigation remains open. In the news, fatal crash live streamed. An 18-year-old California woman is being accused of driving under the influence reportedly while live streaming a crash that killed a 14-year-old sister and injured another teen. Now, according to reports, the driver lost control of her vehicle Sunday, which ejected her sister and another 14-year-old girl from the car. Now, according to California Highway Patrol, the 18-year-old was live streaming the entire scenario on Instagram while singing and talking into the phone's camera. The graphic video was posted online and later deleted by Instagram. We will keep you posted on this very unfortunate situation. And finally, in the news, technology in the workplace. A Wisconsin technology company has offered its employees microchip implants that can be used to scan to enter the building for work and purchase food at work. Now, the microchip is not mandatory, but management has said over 50 employees have already volunteered to have the devices implanted. Now, the company, Three Square Market, provides technology for break room or micro markets. It's being reported that the tiny chip uses radio frequency identification and can be implanted between the thumb and your forefinger. Now, would you be willing to sign up for this sort of technology? Let me know your thoughts on Twitter. Our Twitter handle there is SS Thornton. The handle on Twitter is S-S-T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N and we certainly reply to all of the questions we receive on Twitter. But we'd love your response, your answer. Would you want this microchip technology in you for your job? Now, stay informed with Let's Talk America Radio and do stay with us on Twitter because we share breaking news stories 24 hours a day, okay? Stay informed the right way, okay, in a fair, balanced manner. And Let's Talk America Radio offers that. We'll be back very soon. Our featured conversation for tonight, Are We Fooling Ourselves About Retirement Savings? 
Do you have enough saved? Do you know how much you need to save? Are you investing in your company's 401k or more? We have some great advice, some great tips for you to share with others. Stay tuned in. You're listening to Let's Talk America Radio. This is Lenita Mitchell-Blackwell, editor-in-chief of Bold Saber Magazine, and you are listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayla Thornton. Stay tuned in, America. Hi there, everyone. Welcome back. It is now time for our Inspirational Corner, and this is where we highlight one motivational statement intended to get you through your week, okay? And the week is going by very quickly. Tonight's statement comes from the one and only motivational speaker, Zig Ziglar, who once said, until you are happy with who you are, you will never be happy with what you have. Again, Zig Ziglar, who's known all over the world, once said, until you are happy with who you are, you will never be happy with what you have. And oh, those words are true for any time period. You know, uh, we're not perfect. None of us are. But you have to be at a point in your life where you accept who you are, okay? The good, the bad, and the ugly of it. And I think once you have that ability to love who you are, regardless of the scars, regardless of the flaws, you can have a better perspective about what you have. There's a gratefulness. There's an appreciation that comes with self-esteem because you realize you're worth it and your life is worth it as well. The glass is always half full. Keep living, keep pushing. Well, everyone, in mere seconds, I'm so excited to welcome the one and only Jim Pullman on because he's going to be talking about pushing for your future. He's talking about money. Individuals are living longer. What does that mean in terms of your life expenses, retirement savings? He's going to put it in the spotlight and give us some real tips to help us make it through. You're listening to Let's Talk America Radio, where we continue to offer balanced news talk that matters for you and every single member of your household. Stay with us, Jim Pullman. Up in seconds. This is Atlanta based gospel singer Davina Williams. You can find me at www.davinawilliams.wix.com slash gospel singer. And you are listening to Let's Talk America with host Shane Thornton. Yeah. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Well, of course, here on the program, we put the spotlight on those topics that concern you and what matters more than, hey, I'm going to say it, your future. Now, having a strong plan for the future can help ensure your peace of mind. And those are the exact words of Executive Director Jim Pullman for IALC. And he believes in starting by estimating your retirement costs and putting together a balanced portfolio. Jim, that sounds like a lot to do for a millennial that's living in Miami, Florida. They're like, where do I start? Welcome to the program. Well, thanks for having me, Shane. I appreciate it. It, it. You know, it doesn't have to be that easy or that hard is what I meant to say. It doesn't have to be that hard. You can do it okay. in the privacy of your own home or at least educate yourself and, and, uh, and, and get started anyway before you were to actually sit down with somebody else. And we've got, we're providing the tools to make it uh, pretty easy for you to do it. I love that. So you're right. It's all about empowerment and educating yourself. Now, tell us about there's a new survey. I know your organization uh, has, has the findings from it, and they're pretty eye-opening. Well, I think they are. Uh, the Index Community Leadership Council does a survey of Americans across the country every year to try to find out what the attitudes are about retirement planning and kind of find out how prepared people really are uh, to plan for retirement. 
It's disturbing to me that we found in our survey that 20% of Americans have absolutely nothing saved to retirement. And these would, people, oh, wow. would be people that would be in the workforce and, and, uh, and, and actively uh, working towards their way for retirement, but just aren't saving. That's a lot, I think. And, and wow. I think uh, that's, uh, it's important for us to, to encourage people, that, especially those 20% that are saving zero, to start now. And, you know, more than 50% of those in our survey say they're worried about having enough money to last their lifetime. And, Shana, you and okay. I both know that people are living longer, uh, yes, they and uh, they're living healthier, but they're living longer. And so that means their retirement uh, needs to last longer. And if they aren't saving enough for retirement, they may likely outlive their retirement, and that's why it's important wow. to start preparing as soon as possible. Now I have a question for you. Obviously, you work in this industry. Um, you know a lot about these survey results. But for the, the 20% right, of the survey, and it actually may be higher than that, right, when we think about it, that's not saving an offer of retirement. From your professional opinion, Jim, is it maybe they don't believe they're making enough to save anything retirement, or do you think they're saying, hey, Social Security would be there, right? Yeah, I think that's a great question, Shane. I, it's, I think it's a combination of both. I think – some people are, um, are afraid to actually sit down and, and, uh, and educate themselves about retirement. Some may not feel like they can put any money away for retirement or any money they could put away might be too little, that it might not make a difference. I okay. personally disagree with that. And anything right. that you save for retirement now, you have, the, you have time on your side and the time value of money is important to allow that money to grow. And people don't really realize that until they sit down and actually work through a financial calculator. That's one of the things that we do at at the IALC website is provide you a financial calculator where you can sit down, plug in some numbers about what you can afford to put away, uh, and then then see how that can grow over your lifespan until you start to withdraw at retirement. So it's pretty easy to to sit down and and, and really start taking stock of, of where you'd like to be. I love that concept. So you're saying, obviously, your organization is uh, providing there's a financial calculator where people can understand what they need to save. But you just said it before that there's nothing too little. So if someone's not on the ideal job, maybe they got cut from their job or laid off, and they're saying, well, I'm just sort of working minimum now, you're saying always find the time to pay yourself for the future. I pay yourself first. And, and here's, my, here's my real advice, Shane, is that if you've got a 401K plan, uh, regardless okay. of, of uh, you should be, you should start utilizing that plan if you're not already. I think. And many times okay. employers will you, give you a matching contribution, which is free okay. money and, and and money that you need to take advantage of. If you don't have one of those plans, it, uh, start saving in, in a product like a fixed index annuity, where you can okay. uh, put money away uh, on a monthly basis and then have a guaranteed income for life if you choose. I see. And the fixed index annuity for those who have maybe never heard of it and they're not really on the job, maybe they're part-time, they're in between jobs, they don't have to be employed to do this, and is there a minimum? Yeah, uh, each company is a little bit different, uh, but you do not have to be employed. You can sit down with, uh, with your life insurance agent, uh, a life insurance agent, and, and, and look at all of the fixed index annuities that are available, but you don't have to get them through your employer, uh, and you can put different amounts of money away per month or if you've okay. got a uh, if you've left an employer and you've got money sitting in a 401k that you'd like to move over you can do those types of things as well our website wow. by the way allows has all of those financial calculators and 
some okay. really good educational information about retirement planning. That's www.fiainsights.org. I love it. And I have to ask this. This is either going to make many of the listeners cringe or some are going to be like, okay, I can do that. How much money does the average person need for retirement? Yeah, that's a great question because I get that all the time, and I never answer it. Uh, and I'll tell you okay. why. Because everybody's got a different sort of lifestyle they'd like to lead at retirement. I see. You know, you okay. might lead a different lifestyle than I lead, and you might not be happy with my lifestyle. I may not be happy with your lifestyle. That's okay. why it's important to sit down with one of these calculators and, and figure out what you want, to, what kind of lifestyle you want to lead. Does it want to, do you want to have a $100,000 a year in retirement, $50,000 a year in retirement? But here's the other key. You can figure out how much you're going to have saved or how much your monthly payment is going to be in Social Security. And what's startling about that is when people finally see what they're going to get in a monthly payment from Social Security, they're going to find out that they're going to need to start saving and start need to oh, save wow. quick because Social Security is not going to keep them in the lifestyle that they've become accustomed to. Absolutely. That's important. And, and before you leave us, Jim, I have to put you on the spot. You know there is a mother listening in right now, I'm sure, out of Savannah, Georgia, and she's saying, I hear everything he's saying. She needs to do better about retiring, saving for herself. But she goes, hey, Jim, I have three kids. I have to put through college. And I've heard different financial experts give their opinion of that. What's your take of the mom or dad or even the grandparent who's saying, hey, I can't worry about my retirement. I've got to make sure that my grandkids or my kids, I have the opportunity to go to Duke University. Well, you know what, I, I think that's very admirable. And those mothers out there that are going to put their kids through college, they deserve enormous amounts of credit. What we find is, is you know, especially single mothers who have not necessarily educated themselves about retirement are one of the demographics that need that education as much yes. as possible. So even if they're looking at it to, to do the admirable thing and the right thing by putting their kids through college and saving for college, they should not also not shortchange themselves and by looking at one of those financial calculators, they may be able to at least get a start on doing both. And, and they can do that without any pressure by looking at one of those calculators. I love that. And I, I noticed you said don't shortchange yourself. Of course, we love our children. And this may be separate from uh, financial advice, but I've had parenting experts also say that some of that commitment has to belong to that young scholar as well. Would you agree, Jim? <laughs> Oh, I completely agree. I've got one that's a freshman in college right now, and uh, wow. he's coming home for the summer soon. And I'll be telling you, he's going to get to work to be able to help save for, for uh, his own college as well. Well, if a financial guru allows their kids and motivates them to work, then the rest of us should follow suit. Jim, what a pleasure to have you on the program. Give us the website again where our national and international listeners can go for more information about everything you talked about tonight and not shortchanging themselves for retirement. Well, first of all, thank you for having me tonight. It's been great, and I, I really appreciate the opportunity. Our website is www.f as in Frank, IAinsights.org. And like I said, we've got great in educational information on there. You can learn about the fixed index annuity. You can start educating yourself on planning for retirement because it's so darn important. It's very critical. Jim, thank you for joining us here on Let's Talk America Radio. Hi, this is College Senior at the College of Worcester, Brenda Core, and you're listening to Let's Talk America Radio with Shana Thornton. 
Welcome back, listener, to National Award-winning News Talk Program, Let's Talk America. Well, of course, here on the program, we put the spotlight on those trending topics that concern you. What matters more than, hey, the kids, the scholars in your life, and guess what? Their future career choices. This is oh so important. We've had pediatricians, psychologists come on and constantly emphasize that, hey, our job as parents is to really help foster our kids to be productive and independent uh, young adults and full-blown adults. I'm so excited right now to have someone back on the program. He's been on before, and he's talking about a great mission his organization is with. Talking about Jack Mikowski, he's president and CEO of Junior Achievement. Welcome, Jack, back to the program. Thank you, Shannon. Great to be back on. Oh, excited to have you back on. You always come with some great topics. Now, I know there was a study done that uh, dives in more about our kids and their workforce and career choices. Tell us about this. Well, yes. Uh, actually, Junior Achievement, in cooperation with Ernst & Young, conducted a study amongst a 1,000 teenagers uh, ages 13 to 17. And some of the findings were surprising and some kind of reinforced what a lot of us knew. But I, I think one that may surprise parents out there is that the study indicated that 91% of teenagers uh, know what kind of job they want to pursue after they graduate. Uh, now, with that said, I, I think the types of careers that they're looking at are still long, you know, kind of drawn along gender lines. But 91% is a big number. Wow. Do we have any idea why? Well, I think clearly there's been more focus uh, in schools on, on careers and so on. Uh, but it's just, it seems as if with the economy the way it is and the, you know, the forcing of making choices is happening sooner and sooner. But you know, in those results, uh, some things that may surprise uh, your listeners is that uh, along the gender lines, a, a third of the boys uh, want to pursue a, a STEM-related career. And in this particular research, STEM was identified as a scientist, researcher, computer programmer, an engineer, or a physicist. So a third of boys wanted to pursue that career versus only 11% uh, of the girls, so uh, quite a big difference there. Uh, now, some of that may be made up in the fact that uh, girls favor careers in medical and dental field, uh, which some of us would throw into the, the STEM field as well, but 24% to just 6%. So clearly there's a, a difference there. I have to ask this. Does money or income come into play any, from your opinion? Do we know that from the study? Well, the only thing that we ask about in terms of money was is the savings for college is that impacting uh, kids' career choices, and, and clearly it is. Uh, over 50% of students have changed their college plans as a result of financing, um, and, and it'd be maybe sometimes simple things like expecting to work and go to college as opposed to you know a pure college experience. Some are telling us they'll be attending a less expensive state or community college. Uh, and uh, of the group, 85% of the teens expect to pay for some or all of their education, now whether that's through loans or scholarships. But I think the students uh, actually see that they're going to play a bigger part than perhaps uh, prior generations did. Wow. Now tell us what your organization is doing to help the positive impact on kids and their career choices. 
Well, we, our, our mission is really to help kids be successful uh, from an economic standpoint. We reach uh, over 4.2 million students a year, and we focus on work and career readiness, which is, of course, where this study is related to, uh, financial literacy, and then on entrepreneurship. And probably the, the biggest thing we do in addition to the programs that are put in through these K-12 schools are putting mentors into the classroom, adult role models uh, awesome. from the, the community. Uh, we have a quarter of a million of these volunteers going in every year. And, Shannon, the, the reason that that's important is our research has shown that our alumni – one in five of our alums end up in the same career field as that volunteer mentor they had in the classroom. So, you know, that's why we're particularly interested in recruiting uh, volunteer role models from the STEM field because we feel that if we can get those mentors in front of the kids and they realize those jobs are there, they're more likely to go into that line of work. I love that. What a success. Where can our national and international listeners go for more information? Uh, well, for general information about JA, they can go to our website, which is ja.org. But more importantly, related to careers, I would suggest them to go to a site called jamyway, that's all one word, dot org, O-R-G. And uh, on this particular site, it offers a whole bunch of tips and tools uh, to teens for finding a job uh, in terms of how do you match your skill set, uh, how do you save for college, and even get them started on creating a resume. Well, I love it, Jack. Always a pleasure to have you on Let's Talk America Radio. Uh, thank you very much, Shana. I'm LaAngela from the Atlanta metro area, and I listen to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. My name is Shana. I'm four years old, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Well, of course, here on the program, we put the spotlight on those issues that concern you. And I don't need to tell anyone that the health care reform bill is a hot topic. And some individuals um, actually have some opinions of that. Some actually believe that it will wreak havoc on the war against opioid addiction. We've heard a lot about that. Now, the Better Care Reconciliation Act would slash millions from Medicaid and experts fear that thousands would die if the bill passes. Now, that's one perspective. Now, here to explain that measure and what that means and her uh, perspective with her organization is the one and only. It's Rebecca Farley-David. She's Vice President of Policy and Advocacy of the National Council. Welcome to the program, Rebecca. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. It's an honor to have you on. Let's talk about this. This is a very big trending topic. Um, tell us more about um, how what's going on with health care from your professional and personal opinion would affect the addiction crisis going on throughout the U.S. right now. Sure. So currently in the Senate, um, the Senate is considering a bill called the Better Care Reconciliation Act that we fear is going to devastate our ability to help people who are suffering from the opioid epidemic. Um, the reason is the, the, the changes that this bill makes to Medicaid, which is the primary source of health care coverage for people with opioid addiction. Medicaid, in fact, pays for about 20% of addiction treatment services in this country, and it's a tool that states rely on to help them get people into treatment. So wow. this legislation 
Yeah, absolutely. It's a really important program for people with an opioid addiction. And, um, and this legislation proposes to cut over $770 billion from the Medicaid program over the next 10 years. Now, okay. this goes way beyond any sort of repeal and replace of the Affordable Care Act. This is really a dramatic and draconian gutting of the Medicaid program. Um, and it would rip the rug out from under 15 million Americans who rely on Medicaid for access to treatment. I, I do want to point out that I think so many people, when we hear of, uh, you know, a bill in replace or get rid of uh, what was often referred to as Obamacare, it can become politically, right? They're thinking divisive it's, if you're Republican or Democrat. But I think sometimes we can overlook the fact that there is Medicaid funding that benefits both Republicans and Democrats, right? Oh, absolutely. Medicaid covers about 75 million Americans of, you know, of all political stripes in red states and blue states. Um, really, Medicaid okay. is, is a lifesaver for millions of, of people in this country. Wow. I know you mentioned the opioid addiction I did as well at the top of this segment. Uh, just how serious is this epidemic right now, Rebecca? So opioid, opioid overdoses in 2015 killed more than 33,000 Americans. That's 90 people every single day dying from a drug overdose in this country. Um, and the crisis is actually getting deadlier with every year that passes. I think the worst part is that we know that these deaths are preventable. It's not addiction that kills people. It's lack of access to addiction treatment that does. Wow, that's some great information. And again, um, you're saying that Medicaid uh, throughout all states actually is available for individuals who need addiction services or rehabilitation, right? Absolutely. Medicaid covers uh, low-income Americans. Um, in Medicaid expansion states, it covers low-income childless adults. Um, in other states, it covers uh, you know, people who qualify because they meet a certain category of eligibility. But whichever way you slice and dice it, Medicaid is a really important source of coverage for addiction treatment. And it covers things like counseling. It covers medications that help people alleviate their cravings and improve their day-to-day -day life. Um, and if you're in crisis, for example, from an opioid overdose, it covers your hospital stay and it covers uh, the life-saving um, overdose reversal drug. Um, so, so really Medicaid is very important in making sure that people can have access to these services. Wow. Uh, do you think this bill will pass? Well, I certainly hope that it does not. I mean, the impact on people who, live, who, who are living with or in recovery from an addiction who rely on Medicaid um, for treatment would, would truly be devastating. Um, you know, these are folks who, without Medicaid, wouldn't have access to another source of coverage. And so the bottom line is that cuts to Medicaid are cuts to addiction treatment. Wow. Uh, you know, what do you want our national and international listeners to know? What, I mean, can they do? If there's someone saying right now they're in Atlanta, Georgia, and they're saying, I totally agree with Rebecca, um, but I feel like there's nothing I can do. I feel like, I, uh, you know, I'm not in Congress. I'm not in the Senate. What would you advise them to do? The first thing that all of us can do is get informed. As you said um, you know, so, so well earlier, it, it, when we talk about big concepts like Obamacare, they often feel really political. Um, but Medicaid and addiction care and mental health care are issues that transcend partisanship. Um, and so the first thing all of us can do is learn about what the impact of this bill would be. Uh, we have a lot of resources available on our website. Um, our website is www.uniteforbh.org. That's UNITE, and then the number four, and the letters BH for behavioral health.org. Um, and that's where people can go to, to learn more and find out how they can get involved. I see. And tell us, uh, before you leave us, a little more about your organization, Rebecca. 
Sure. So the National Council for Behavioral Health, um, we're a nonprofit association. Um, our, our member organizations are clinics uh, that provide services to people living with mental illnesses and addictions in their community. Um, so we have members in every state in this country, 2,900 organizations that are members of the National Council providing services in their communities. Wow, and I know you uh, obviously want to push for uh, individuals listening in to take action now, get informed, uh, reach out to uh, their representative. Um, it, without this funding, it, say it does pass, from your professional perspective, your stance, what will happen? I, you know, I, I think tragically people are going to lose access to the services keeping them healthy. They'll lose access to the services keeping them in recovery. And in the worst case scenario, people could die because they lack access to the treatment. Oh, wow. Um, so the stakes could wow. not be higher. Well, we are putting the spotlight on your health care. There's a lot going on in the news. And Rebecca, what a pleasure to have you on Let's Talk America Radio. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is award-winning medical correspondent Dr. Bob Ardott, and you're listening to Let's Talk America Radio. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Now, for most of us, the regularity of our heartbeat never crosses our minds. But every month, about 10,000 Americans with heart failure or arrhythmia have a device implanted to continuously monitor their heart rhythm and deliver a life-saving shock. Now, these devices are powered by batteries that typically need to be replaced every few years. And it comes at a price a lot of times that's not covered by insurance. I'm so honored right now to have our guest, Emily Herman, on. She lives with this every day as a patient, and she's joined by uh, her physician, uh, Dr. Ken Stein, who's Chief Medical Officer at Rhythm Management at Boston Scientific. Welcome, both of you, to the program. Thanks so much for having us. Good morning. Thank you for being on. Now, Doctor, first I wanted to turn my sights to you. I know I said every 10,000, there are 10,000 Americans dealing with this um, very often, but how serious is this condition? You know, uh, in the United States today, cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death, and half of those deaths are due to something called sudden cardiac arrest. Uh, a lot of people think of that as a heart attack, but you know, basically it's when the heart rhythm goes out of order and people uh, just collapse, lose consciousness, and if they're not treated very quickly, will will we'll pass away. That's sort of what you see on the TV shows, you know, when they have to run over and put the paddles on the chest and shock someone back okay. to normal, uh, a normal rhythm. Wow. And now I know there, obviously I mentioned the technology that's helping with this. How do ICDs work, and how is the technology involved in the last 20 years? Sure. At Boston Scientific, we actually developed the first ever ICD that was used in patients, uh, and you described it pretty well at the, in, in the intro. You know, what, what they are is electronic devices. They get implanted under the skin in the patient's chest, and then typically there's a wire or a lead that goes through a blood vessel into the heart itself. And as you said, it monitors every heartbeat. If the patient does go into the cardiac arrest, it detects that, and then it can deliver that same kind of shock that I was talking about earlier uh, and bring a patient back to life and restore a normal rhythm. Wow. And I, I guess it's obvious, but how critical is battery longevity uh, with all of this? Yeah, no, you know, it's a really important point, and it's something that people don't think about a lot. I, I, you know, a, a lot of lay people don't realize, you know, these aren't like sort of typical consumer electronics, you know, like, like your remote control for your TV, where when the battery runs down, you just kind of flip open a panel and put in a new battery. You know, these, these are hermetically sealed. 
and so when the battery runs down, you need to have a surgical procedure and have the whole unit taken out and replaced. And, and you know, there's a risk to patients whenever they have to undergo surgery. There's discomfort whenever you have to undergo surgery. Oh, wow. There's also obviously the cost of every additional surgical procedure that you have to have. And so we've really been focused on developing a new battery technology that we call EnduroLife that extends the useful life of these devices. Wow, that's powerful. Emily, I want to turn my sights to you. Tell us about your journey. Sure. So back when I was in high school, I started to experience some dizziness and shortness of breath when I was exercising. I played tennis in high school, and so I would have some of those symptoms come up. I eventually went to see a doctor, and I was then diagnosed with a condition called hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, which for me basically meant that I was at high risk for sudden cardiac arrest. So then at age 19 is when I had to receive my first pacemaker defibrillator implanted. Oh, wow. And how many times have you had um, a battery replacement throughout your life? So in the past 14 years, I've had three devices. The first two devices each lasted between two and five years. And that really heightened my concern around the ramifications of these replacement procedures, um, both from the physical side that Dr. Stein touched on, um, but also the financial side. My husband and I have a high deductible insurance plan. So for okay. us, that means that we have to really prepare for these procedures. It's not just about saving up for college funds for our children yeah. or um, unexpected home repairs. You're really having to prepare for these devices. So Fortunately, my current um, Boston Scientific device I've had now for seven years, and okay. it's still expected to last another five, so I'm oh, wow. thrilled with that. Well, that's great news. So you are obviously an example of um, what patients should be with any health condition. I'm sure Dr. Stein would agree to that. Any advice, Emily, for those out here? Uh, maybe it's not your specific health concern, but it's another, and maybe they're not being very compliant, they're not being uh, well-informed as you are. What would be your advice to someone right now sitting in Atlanta, Georgia? I mean, for me, what I've learned through this journey starting at age 19 is that I really need to be informed enough to know what questions to ask. Um, when I had my first device, I wasn't even thinking about battery life. I just kind of assumed that whatever the doctor recommended is, is the best, um, longest battery life. But now, as I've kind of journeyed through it, you, you start to learn what questions to ask. So for other people, I would say regardless of the condition, it's being informed enough to know what questions to ask and then uh, being comfortable asking that doctor and um, expecting some well-crafted you know, crafted answer that makes sense to you. And if not, then you know, continue to gather more information. Um, for our particular, my particular situation, um, there's a website called devicelongevity.com. Okay. And that has a bunch of research that Dr. Stein covered. Okay. It also has kind of a patient's perspective. And okay. I think that coupled with talking to your doctor, um, at least for me, that's been really helpful. Wow, I love that. Dr. Stein, I'd like to close um, with you, sir. Uh, where would you like to see us in the next 20 years with this technology? Yeah, you know, I, I think focusing on things like battery longevity is really important. We have nine different studies now that show that these devices last up to twice as long as other devices that are on the market. 
Uh, in fact, you know, in, in England, where they have national health care, uh, they've got a specific institute called NICE, National Institute for Health and Care Effectiveness, and they just recommended to doctors in England that they specifically use devices with our Enduroite battery technology, and, and they projected that if they did that, it would save the English government six million pounds over five years. And so focusing on things like this, that, that at the same time, right, they improve the economics of the healthcare system, they save money for the system as a whole, but they also improve the lives and the outcomes of patients. You know, that, that's what we have to keep on doing as we continue to evolve our healthcare system. Uh, great information. I know Emily said the website, but Dr. Stein, remind us one last time for that website for more information. Sure. So for more information on any of these studies that we're talking about in the batteries, it's called devicelongevity.com. I love it. Thanks for joining us here on Let's Talk America Radio. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Shanna. Are you looking for a family-based radio talk show that addresses the relevant issues and concerns of today? You have found the right option. Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton is your award-winning radio talk show that's for every member of the family. Check out our brand-new website by visiting www.letstalkamericawithshanathornton.com. Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton is talk radio with substance. Tune in. Well, everyone, that's a wrap here for Let's Talk America Radio on this Tuesday night. But be certain to join us next week. We have a new show, new guests. Everything will be brand new. Remember, we continue to offer you original programming with innovation. That's Let's Talk America Radio. Now, of course, here on the program, we love trending news, great talk, and phenomenal music. And tonight, I'm so excited to present the music of the one and only musician, Sean Mixon. The name of this track is Can't Bring Me Down. Can't Bring Me Down by Sean Mixon. And be sure to stay tuned in. Let's Talk America Radio will present an exclusive with this musician who has so much talent. A special hello to Nikki Smith out of Texas. Thanks for all that you do. Remember, if you'd like to offer any feedback for the program, simply email us at admin at ltaradio.com. Again, shoot us a quick email at admin at ltaradio.com. And while you're at it, visit our website, okay? It's some great information, and we keep you informed with the latest news. Visit ltaradio.com. Okay, the tunes of Sean Mixon will close us out. Stay with us, and remember to use the hashtag LTA Radio. LTA Radio, all caps or lowercase, anytime or you're tuned in. Let others know that you are tuned in to Original Talk That Matters. Thank you for listening. Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton Radio Show is an entity of Pageant and Thomas Enterprises, LLC. All content original, copyright 2017. Views of the guests are their own. They do not reflect those of the staff of Let's Talk America Radio. For more information, please visit www.ltaradio.com.